with me. To gain my own way, I had even sobbed, begging that Bro be allowed to stay. On his part, Bro, as a true alter ego, had declared that he loved me better than anyone and he would not leave me till I was well. But Papa, I never forgot Papa's reply. I consider it very wrong of you to exact such a thing, Bar. I mourned his harsh words, but my desire, yea, my need, for Bro's company allowed my shame only a short visit, and was far outweighed by my delight in his presence. And all had worked out well. Our brother Charles, Stormy, had gone to Jamaica in Bro's stead. So for now, we had received a reprieve. Jamaica. The thought of that awful place forced me to pull my eyes away from the calming view of the sea. For my most recent decline had been caused by the news that our brother Sam had died of fever there not three months previous, dead for two months before we even received word. Funny Sam, six years younger than I, boisterous and witty, though admittedly a bit too fond of drink. Bro sat upright and pointed at me, making his finger dance an accusatory spiral. And what is this? Sorrow in my sister's eyes? I will not have it. I adjusted the cuff of my morning dress. I was thinking of Sam. He used the moment to state his case. Do you see why I do not wish to go to Jamaica? If Sam succumbed to its temptations, I most surely would. Temptations? I had only heard talk of fever. What temptations? I watched regret and panic play upon my favourite brother's face. I misspoke. Sam died of fever, that is all. Apparently that is not all. As the eldest, I demand to know the truth. My bluster was for show. I did not really want to hear the details. I was well aware of the peculiarities of my eight brothers and two sisters, and loved them dearly. But in response to my familiarity with their characters, I oft preferred to turn a blind eye to their lesser qualities. In turn, Bro, who knew me too well, gave me only partial disclosure. Papa has warned us boys of the lures that dwell in Jamaica. So far from home, with great responsibilities and no family close to offer support and guidance. He sighed with great drama, as was his way. Sam was... Sam. Ah, I would let it remain at that. I pulled a volume of Balzac's Le Père Goriot close. I do long for the day when we can all be together again under one roof. Although I may have found benefit in Torquay at one time, now I am too weak to bear being away. I find it dreadful. Dreadful, I repeated. I am crushed, trodden down, and death nips at me from afar, but also from far too near. I sat upright to gain Bro's full attention. What is there to recommend this place when my own doctor has died here? Bro looked confused. 
Dr. Barry died months ago. Which makes his death from fever acceptable? It happens, Barr. He was the only doctor I liked as a person. Back in London, Dr. Chambers may be the doctor of the Queen Dowager, but I do not much like him. Nor others with fewer credentials. Only Dr. Barry was amiable enough for me to call friend. Bro offered an incredulous look. But was not Dr. Barry the doctor who scoffed at your habit of not rising until noon? Did he not command you to get up at an earlier hour and force you outside in the afternoon? Yes, I admitted, and I hold to my feelings that rising at such an early hour is barbaric, and the fresh air made me fit for nothing. After ten days he declared you better. Of this I could offer.